broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello everyone, thank you for joining us on episode 17 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, and as always, here with Trevor and Damon, what is up guys? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good, Tom. Uh, you fe- I- I'm sure, Damon, you're feeling pretty uh, nice and relaxed coming back from your Disney cruise, huh? Yeah, I didn't really think I wanted to come back. <laughs> you wanted to stay on that cruise forever and ever? If there was an episode like of Star Trek, you know, in those time loop ones, that would be cool. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> so, like a Groundhog Day of Disney Cruise, you just wake up every morning and it's the the same day again. That that would have been fine. I would have been a okay with that. That that would be a weird movie if you were the guy was like okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be okay with it. <laughs> I mean, but I guess it's cool too. So, but but we would love for you to tell us about your cruise since I I've never been on a Disney cruise and I've always wanted to do it. And I don't know if you've been on one, Trevor. But no, I I've never done one either. So yeah, I I, I did want to hear about this. So there's there's a lot of great stuff to talk about. So I guess I, I'm gonna I'll leave the DV stuff for DVC stuff for last. Um, and just kind of talk about. It. So what we did is we did a Jamaica Cozumel Grand Caymans Castaway Key cruise, uh, seven days. We caught. A little bit of a depression, um, storm wise. So there was a night or two that was a little rough. Um, I was okay, but my son did not make it. Well, actually, how this all this whole, this trip starts out, actually, I have a good piece of information for everybody. <laughs> so we get down there and my kids seem like they're sick. And I'm like, Oh crap. Like we're about to get on the boat. My kids are sneezing and coughing and, and this and this and this. So I said, All right, we ran to the CVS. So there is a CVS that is close to Port Canaveral. And like I came out of the store with five bottles of all sorts of cough, medicine, syrup, cold, this, that, and the other thing, because I felt like it was going to be expensive on the ship. I'm sure so, it would be. I'm sure and it'd it be wasn't. Way marked up. It wasn't. Well, see, bad. that's the thing. So that, really? that's that's kind of the helpful hint of the day is that the the stuff that's on the ship in the pharmacy aspect is actually very well priced. Um, you don't really have to bring everything with you like you think you do. So that's a little bit of a helpful tidbit. The other one is based on that information that we did hit a couple rough patches. Um, the bonine, the, the dramamine, um, is free. So all the people that stock up on it before you go, you're wasting your money. It's Wait, free so on the ship. They give you free dramamine. That's yes. amazing. Do they yes. do that? The, I don't, they don't do that on every cruise ship, do they? Or is that just Disney? I, I don't know. Um, but I can tell you that it's free. You just go down to the health spot my wife actually came home the first night she's like came home with like a whole like wad like i don't even know how else to explain it it was a wad full of single-use packets <laughs> just um, a pile of them <laughs> yeah pretty much um and you know like i said my son got a little sick <laughs> there was one night it was like straight out of movie we're in the dining hall i think we're in royal court and um was it royal court or enchanted garden maybe enchanted garden i think it was actually yeah enchanted garden we're in there and um like my son's less, you can tell he's just not feeling well. And again, I'm still eating and I'm okay. Like, I don't feel like I'm a hundred percent, but like, I feel like, oh, you know, the ship is actually kind of getting a little crazy. And he is like, yeah, I got to go right now. And I was like, all right, you know, no problem. I told my wife, you know, bring the rest of the food back and no big deal. And I'll just eat it when we get in there. So we, he's like walking, walking, walking. And all of a sudden he's like, yo, I got to start running. So he runs out into the bathroom and then we open the door and it's like every stall 
is like used kids are throwing up oh, in the sinks no. <laughs> like it's just crazy oh, no. thank goodness there was a spot for him like someone had just finished he hopped in threw up and he was actually fine so we gave him oh, medicine after that he went back to bed and was fine um and we had two nights where they came over the ship loudspeaker and were like hey it's gonna be a little rough between this and this and um you know the one i slept through fine no problem and the other one like i woke up and i was like oh this is kind of cool like it felt like someone was rocking you to sleep like and i was okay with it so it was <laughs> though more so you know you know more rocky than than i was used to that's for sure but disney did everything they could you know they again they're very accommodating and, and it did not take away from the cruise at all I had a great time um we got off in each port one of the ports uh the falmouth at jamaica is owned by royal caribbean so they had a boat there and um, excursion-wise, we actually did the Stingray Adventure on Castaway Key. That's Disney's Island, and it was it was it was fine. You know, we got to swim with the stingrays, and the nice thing again because everything's been Disneyfied, right? Disney-fied. All the stingers, I like that word, Disneyfied. <laughs> <laughs> all the stingers from the stingrays are actually clipped off. They say it's like clipping your nails. They start to grow back, but they clip them off, right? Yeah, so I, you don't I've have seen to worry. those. I've seen that at um, aquariums and stuff too. Mm-hmm. They do that. So yeah, that's awesome though. So we got to snorkel with them. So there's like this area we can snorkel with all the stingrays. I think there was 40 something of them. Um, there's barracuda oh in the water too. Um, but there was like 40 stingrays. It was awesome. Um, so we did that. And did you then, actually like hold the stingrays? Like, cause yeah. I, I did that on a vacation once and I yep. was like really grossed out by it. <laughs> oh yeah. They're a little spongy. Oh, I like them. The, the the very cool thing was again this is our second Disney cruise the area that is snorkeling which again they have shark nets which is always nice right uh, a lot of other cruise places their personal islands they don't have them so they have this shark netting and what was really nice though is when we went out this time it was a little different and I don't know if it was because of the hurricane or not like the sand was a little like one area was like where we were used to the kind of the right hand side had a lot of Disney stuff like sunken like Disney ships and hidden Mickeys and stuff like that. None of that was there anymore. It was just, you know, waist high water. And then to the left, there was the deeper area. We got to see sea turtles. Oh, it was awesome. There were sea turtles. There was, you know, That's fish awesome. out there. And there was um some in the wild stingrays that were a little bit smaller uh, that fit through the nets. And I mean, we had a great time. Uh, food was phenomenal. As always, I mean, we never have any problems there. Kids Club was great. We saw Stormtroopers because the Kids Club is that Star Wars thing now. So there was like Stormtroopers walking around the ship, uh, which was great. And we were not on a Star Wars cruise. It was just there are Stormtroopers now and you get to see them. We had a lot of interaction with Mickey. The Halloween events were done extremely well. Um, there's this pumpkin tree and there's this whole thing where, you know, the kids put the seeds into the mouth of the pumpkin tree. And then the next day, the pumpkins grow on the tree very well done. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, the tree is very nice. And um, I wanted to ask you about Castaway Key really quick. Sure. I, there used to be my favorite Disney ride of all time, and I don't think I've ever brought this up on the podcast. Is Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? Mm-hmm. I love I, it too. Loved that, it. I loved that thing so much, and I was mm-hmm. so sad when they got rid of it. But I, I believe, if I remember correctly, the Castaway Key has actually a, one of the old uh, Nautiluses actually sunken in the ground there. I was wondering if you so, saw it. So that's the thing. So I don't know if it was because of the hurricane or because they just changed the way that the snorkeling was done. Did not see it. That stuff that was over on that side is not yeah. there anymore. So oh, I, I don't know why. But the benefit for us, at least, was, again, seeing these sea turtles. And you can go right down there and touch them. It was crazy. Like, that was really cool. And the stingrays and, and the things like that. And actually, other people which were on the cruise, I did not see them. Saw squid and, like, other cool wow. things. So it was – the snorkeling was awesome, even though, 
we did not see those sunken ships. And what the CM told us there, she was saying that that turtle had just recently started to come. So he was only about two weeks into his like hanging out at Castaway Key. So I thought that was really nice for us to be able to see that. It was, it was very exciting, especially was, for my daughter. Uh, she enjoyed it. Yeah, that's really cool. Was there was there any damage on the island from the hurricane, or did they kind nothing of nothing that spared? I saw? No, nothing that I saw. We did a lot of bicycling um, as well because there's like a bicycle path. The kids really wanted to run the 5K, but we had the Stingray Adventure at the same time as the 5K, so we couldn't have done that actually it was close enough we might have been able to pull it off but it was a very relaxing vacation so we were not trying to do that so we said next time <laughs> and uh it was like i said i didn't see any damage everything looked the same from what i remember it and it was a great time but <clears throat> so back on the ship so they had all the halloween stuff which was great we also the halloween party man people's costumes were outrageous outrageous <laughs> some of these costumes what were I mean, some of the ones you saw there was a lot of uh night was a nightmare before christmas they, they a lot of mm-hmm. like really good costumes like that but what some people did is because there's a pirate night and halloween there were some pirate costumes that were like they were they were literally better than i think some of the things that i've seen in the movies like there was some people with some pirate costumes who were crazy good um there was all sorts of costumes like a lot of princess stuff a lot of um superhero stuff like a lot of incredibles people did a lot of people did incredibles this year but frozone but they were good like their costumes were really good um it wasn't something you would buy off the shelf i would say if i had to just take a stab at it it was about 40 percent like cosplay level costumes so i thought that was wow. very high that's amazing yeah very well I mean, done you can get those incredibles costumes off the rack at like you know at Walmart yes. or whatever but these were like these were well, legit, these were legit like- yeah these were legit um so that was very fun uh halloween was not actually on halloween because of just the itinerary of the cruise ship and we did no excursions to the other places we actually did not even get off the boat at cozumel which was, which was fine for us. We got off at of Caymans, which I would have probably done snorkeling excursion there had I done it again. And Jamaica, we just kind of hung around in the port. We were shooting for that relaxing vacation and we, we definitely got it. We definitely got it. So the other things that I would suggest, and, and it's funny because we just did not know this on the first cruise. And again, I apologize. This is a lot of information, but I'm just trying to kind of spit it all out at once. And you can go back and listen to it again if you're going on a cruise is we didn't understand that there's actually seating for lunch as well. So you can do um, a breakfast seating and a lunch seating every day if you'd like. And I think it's at Royal Palace. I always confuse Enchanted Gardens and Royal Palace, but I think it was at Royal Palace. And you can sit down for lunch every day. Now, most of the time people do the buffet and things like that. And we didn't really know about this. And the first day when we got on, we are like, oh, we could go to Cabanas. That's one of the um, places for buffet or Flows is up there as well, you know, on that Cars theme. And we said, oh, no, you know, someone said, no, you can go to, you know, over here and do a sit-down lunch. And we did that. And the, the food is, is a lot better. So I only actually did one buffet on the cruise. And while it was fine, I was like, oh, I'd rather just go sit down for lunch every day. The food quality was just better. Now, for breakfast, it was it didn't really matter, right? I was doing Eggs yeah. Benedict, you know, out of a plate, you know, a serving thing or Eggs Benedict right in front of me. They were both absolutely, you know, top notch. So that didn't matter. So we did breakfast buffet a couple times. But uh, for lunch, my suggestion is if you have the time, actually sit down and, and do the lunch. It was well worth it. You get to meet some, you know, different people. And, and it was you know, it was definitely well worth it. Now, um, sorry, mm-hmm. just quick sure. question. Um, of course. So 
this is all inclusive, right? So this it's is not... all inclusive. Okay. It, minus a few things. So there are a few things that you can pay for. That is the Remy and Paolo as an upcharge. I think uh, Ziggy was telling us about that. We had that discussion. So that, Ziggy that's was a... uh, telling you you have to go there, this which I did not. I, right. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. Now after we've we've done this now, right? So we were kind of booked in, and we were you know we go with friends, so we didn't really think about that, and I, I wasn't going to rock the boat right at that point. But I would say that go around again, I probably would do that as an upcharge. So that's an upcharge. Um, obviously alcohol, which again, we brought on four bottles of wine and bought the wine package for dinner. So we were covered. That was easy peasy. Um, because again, you can bring on two bottles each per adult. So that's that was a, fine. That's pretty, we, that's pretty generous. I would yes. say, I mean, yeah. And since we drove, that was fine. That was easy. Um, so we brought four bottles on and we were good. And, um, so yeah, that that's those are all upcharges. I'm trying to think of what else. So the spa is actually an upcharge as well. Now there there's again there's something about the spa which I talk about after I kind of get into the DVC stuff uh, as well. The spa was great. We actually used it every single day. But those are the upcharges. Everything else is free, and you know your excursions obviously you pay for. It. But overall, it's expensive. But from what I understand, talking to some other people after I got back about the other cruises have a lot more upcharges. So I think that Disney, you know, they, they do it well. They, they include a lot well. more than other cruise lines do. I, I feel like it. And I thought the food quality was fine. Again, there was a bunch of different things. My kids tried a ton of different food. And our servers were phenomenal this time. Our head waiter, phenomenal. And the guy that was, uh, what do they call them? Housekeeping? But the, there's like they have a name for them on the ship. But anyway, absolutely the best. I mean, the best, you know, their, their towel animals were on point. <laughs> they had the room clean and they know your name. Like, again, that, that's the thing with Disney, right? So you walk in you, there the first day, the guy that's, you know, you know, doing housekeeping on your room knows your name. Hey, Damon, how's it going? Going good, Enrique. You know, like, it's just, it, it's the, the level that, you know, the effort that they put forth, uh, you know, was there and, you know, the magic tricks that they do at the table. Like, it, it was all very well done and no internet, which was great, right? We loved that. We didn't completely even bring disconnected. our board, so Completely disconnected, That's uh, which was phenomenal. So the DVC stuff in the spa kind of plays itself hand in hand, which is interesting. So, and I also sat in on a, um, a DVC, you know, a, a point thingy. What do they call those? Well, anyway, we, we were looking was it like points. a meeting to buy to, to buy add-on yes. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we set up a special meeting. So, but oh, so cool. the first thing that happens is, you know, there's there's a, a I guess a, a meet and greet for DVC members, and and this all is for, and I found this out later, is for seven day cruises, and that's why we didn't have it on our four day. Huh. So I have the, to admit, I had no idea that this was an actual thing. Yeah. So on the four day, what ended up happening is we got like a bunch of stuff. Like every day you'd get a little something, right? But like stuff you're not going to use, like a blinking bracelet or a hat that just doesn't fit right or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, you could get that. So this time though, what I was told is that they took all that money that they were using to give people stuff and said, you know what? Let's just do these two events instead. So we went to the first one. And again, the nice part about it is the one thing I forgot to mention, upcharge bottled water. Now, I was drinking water out of the, you know, dispensers, and it was fine for me, but mm -hmm. you know how some people get about water. So, oh, yeah. go to the first DVC thing, and they have Shirley Temple's Virgin Daiquiris, Champagne, Wine, and Rum somethings, 
I don't even island rum drinks with blue and craziness in them. Wow. And as many as you want. So wait, was this, so this, I'm just, just want to know more about this because I'd never heard of this until you told yes. me about it. So was this the, a timeshare presentation in the beginning or this was just, okay, so, this was just for DVC members currently like a meet and greet, like hello so, party. So type of thing. the first one, they, they go through and they tell you about the new resort. So the, you know, Copper Creek is what they were talking about. And they give you like okay. a 10, 15 minute, you know, overview of things and then you're allowed to sign up if you want to to sit with uh you know a cast member to go talk about points extra points right but you don't have to and that's fine and and again the crazy thing is is that you can drink as many drinks as you want i mean again i probably shouldn't say this but like we've took like six bottles of water right <laughs> because, well that's probably by design because you have a bunch of those blue drinks and then all of a sudden you're like yeah we could use 150 points of copper creek <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but, you know, Evian water to boot, right? <laughs> so he took a bunch of waters. You know, the kids had their, you know, Shirley Temples. And, and we had a couple of drinks. And, and that was that was it, right? So we kind of hung out and did that. And then there was a raffle for $200 uh, onboard, um, onboard money, right? And uh, I won, which was phenomenal. So nice. what happened is my, my wife is leaving to go. And they have this thing at the spa. It's called the Rainforest Experience. And it was about $200 for the week because we didn't purchase it before we got on. So, you know, they only really had the whole week left. So you could normally could buy four days, but it's it's very hard to actually, you can't do it online. You have to call. So that's another little helpful hint. My friend called and got four days. Otherwise, you can't see it in your things, you know, to purchase while you're on the website for the cruise. So because we wanted to go with them and do this, you know, my wife's up there and she's like, hey, you know, it's $190 for the whole week for both of us. And I'm like, dude, I just don't really want to spend that money, you know. And all of a sudden I went $200. And I'm like, yep, sign us up. So Because <laughs> now it's free. Because <laughs> now it's, it's pretty much free. So we ended up doing that. And what it is, is you go to the spa and they have a dry sauna, um, I guess a regular sauna and a Turkish bath. And then they have four of these showers that are just their experiences their water experiences they're not really shower so like the first one there's this rain head that comes down and then there's a like icy cold waterfall that just like flows out of the side randomly on you uh the second one is tropical storm and it's got aromatherapy as well as like there i think there's like 12 jets up top and it like simulates like a rainstorm the one on the right did like a mediterranean something rainstormy thing and then the one in the back was uh, cool mist or Siberian mist, which was really cold. And you're supposed <laughs> to go and do the dry heat, one of the showers, the sauna, one of the showers, and then the Turkish bath. And they give you a scrub, you know, a tangerine or chocolate or whatever they got going on. You're supposed to scrub down and ladle off the stuff, another shower. And then there's another room. And in the other room, there's these like tiled, like lounge cheese lounge sort of things and you you sit in them and they're heated from the backside and there's two jacuzzis and then it overlooks the water but there's no windows like the, you know it's an open concept where the jacuzzis are and again it costs about like depending on when you purchase it i mean it's like averaging let's say 15 dollars a person per day and you can go as much as you want you could stay there all That's day awesome. if you wanted to so that was again well worth it for um, for us. Now, the other thing I did find out is, is that you can purchase single days when you're on the boat. It's not guaranteed, but I'll tell you, if you go on a day when people are in port, 
you could do a single day easily because on days that people are in port, like, you know, we rode Aqueduct four times, um, you know, because no one there. So that's why we did not even bother getting off the boat in Cozumel and got to do a bunch of things. We did that. There's also a Mickey Mouse, or no, it's a Goofy Sports Simulator. So, you know, like those places where they have, you know, the indoor golf where you can hit into the screen and things like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so yep. there's one for Goofy up there, but it has all different sports. It has basketball, it has baseball, it has bocce ball, oh. it has football. So, you know, you're taking footballs and throwing them, you know, against the screen. And so the boys did that, and I want to say that was relatively cheap. I think it was uh, – I, I want to say like – want to say $15 for 30 minutes and you can bring as many people as you want. I think I could be wrong on the amount, but it was so cheap that like, that's why I don't even remember the amount because it was so cheap. Uh, so we did oh, that nice. as well. There's mini golf up there. I mean, I play basketball, so we shot some hoop up there, but we played mini golf. I think twice the kids played mini golf and, and, and all of that. So is it, is it mini golf? M I N N I? It is not. No, oh, what? they missed an opportunity there. <laughs> yes. What are they so doing? now later in the cruise, <laughs> there's what you would call, I guess, an actual just mixer. So they don't sell you on anything. They do uh, Disney trivia with you, no sell, and just hang out. Again, drinks, water, and whatever. So, you know, we hit that one up again. <laughs> got our drinks, got our water, you? got our <laughs> wine, got got all of that. Um, and I had way too many rum drinks that day. And uh, it was all, But anyway, so we did that. <laughs> and again, that's just a, they, what they want you to do there is kind of hang out and meet other Disney DVC members. Now, we're there with somebody that's already a DVC member. So, you know, we were not mingling that much, but there was people that were. So I thought that was nice to, like I said, a, a great way to meet other DVC members. And at that point, we're like, hey, let's see what they got going on for, you know, points and things like that. So on the second floor of the ship, there's like a little section that's set off to the side that has, you know, the DVC blue doors. And there's like four, I think, um, uh, rooms down there where, you know, they try to sell you points and you know we sat in on it now they had no the only thing i would have bought was if they had saratoga points i know i wanted 50 but they did not so i kind of got out of that. that was actually good right <laughs> and my friend was looking for 50 points in animal kingdom which they had none at that point either wow. but we sat through and then we get you know we get 15 fast passes because of that just for sitting through that, you get 15 fast passes? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So the nice thing is they didn't make the whole family go. Just me and my friend, you know, went um, as head of the household. And that was good enough. And, you know, we have five people. You get three fast passes. Now, they don't work at Pandora. So, okay, fine. But they work, I think, everywhere else besides Pandora. And they won't work at Toy Story Land if we're there, you know, at that time. Well, that's fair. I mean. And that's fair. Yeah. Because here, here's the thing. I literally sat in the room with her. Um, for 15 minutes, if that, because they had no points, right? And even if they had points and wanted to sell me, you know how they are. It's not a hard sell. I can walk away. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. it's so worth it to do it when you're on a cruise because you're going to have 30 minutes of your cruise time when there's nothing to do. Why not get fast passes? Because there's no way that three fast passes, I could ride Soren, test track, and I, 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 oh, it doesn't work for mine ride either. Okay. Again, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but if I were at Soren Test Track and like Toy Space Story Mom. Mania, well, yeah, I'm, I'm Tom, yeah. though. So let's say Toy Story <laughs> Mania. I love Toy Story Mania. It's one right? of my favorites. Or let's say I yeah. wrote Toy Story Mania three times. You're telling me that's not worth a half an hour of my time? 100% worth it. Yeah, so that was worth it uh, as well. We also had a great hypnotist on the cruise. The show w was great. Um, I, so for you guys, I'll talk a little shows, right? Because normally, you know, I don't care about shows. But Aladdin was great. <laughs> 
was 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 phenomenal. Oh, so you did actually go see the show then? <laughs> well, you almost have to because the, yeah. the way that the way the cruise is broken up is that you either have the show before or after dinner, and it's kind of like a downtime anyway. Now, we love to do the show before dinner. It means a very late dinner, which is okay because you're up late anyway most of the time. Again, like I didn't go to bed till like twelve thirty, one o'clock. That's crazy, right? It's crazy talk. So eating it like. Eight to nine thirty is okay. It wasn't a problem. Um, so we did the shows first. So yes, we did all the shows except one, believe, which we had seen before when we were on our past cruise. I just wasn't really all that interested in it. But wishes was was really good. I liked it more than anyone else did, but that's fine. And Aladdin, which was <laughs> crazy good, and then this hypnotist Ricky Common. Oh, this guy was insane. Um, I mean, he had people doing crazy stuff so much so that when we saw the show, we were ready to skip dinner to go to the second show. But then he told us that there's also an adults only show that was the next night, which was the night before we actually had to get off the boat. And it was at like 1030. And you know me, like, you know, that's way past my bedtime, but you know, I, I trooped <laughs> it up and, and went anyway. Um, and that was top notch, top notch. So all the shows, like I said, were great. Aladdin was really well done. I mean, really was, was well done. The guy that played Genie was, was good. Uh, you know, no Robin William, of course, but it was still, uh, I, it's good. Yeah. I, I was going to say, if it's anything like the Aladdin that they had in, uh, California Adventure, then yeah, it's, it's a fantastic show. It's like, and, it's like that Broadway type show, right? Yes. And, yeah. and wishes. And again, I want to make sure I, I think this is wishes. I, I, Again, someone will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. But what it is, it's like it's these three kids that have always gone to Disneyland. So I, I pretended it was Disney World. But I've always gone to Disneyland every <laughs> year. And now they're going away to college, right? And what happens is they kind of get caught behind the scenes of a ride. It, it, it was very well done. And a lot of different characters and scenes from uh, you know all different rides. Very well done. Really enjoyed that a lot. You so know, it's funny when you said wishes. I assumed it was like the fireworks show on. Uh, no, on there the was fireworks though inside the theater. If you can believe what? that, what? Yeah, That's oh, yeah. impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We're like, wow, it smells like smoke down here, right? <laughs> yeah, they they do fireworks inside the theater, which no, is just not, it's not like the fireworks at um, Muppet Vision 3D. You know, where they're just LEDs on the screen and the, oh, uh, no, the ceiling. No, <laughs> there's smoke. <laughs> there's crazy. smoke. I don't yes. even do that. Uh, and the other cool thing is, is again, I wasn't allowed to take pictures and man, were they like, it's the only time like I saw like Disney people like really like kind of like adamant. Let's, let's use that as a word. They were rehearsing for the Christmas show. And that was awesome because we got to really, oh, wow. we got to see the Christmas show, obviously without the backgrounds, right? But they all, like characters all had on their costumes and we got to see the Christmas show from start to finish because they were rehearsing it. And that was, again, the day during Cosmel when everyone's off the boat, excluding us, you know, and some other people. So that was nice to actually see that. Then they did that in the main atrium they, as they rehearsed it. So that was really kind of fun. So you actually got to see the Christmas show? Was it the full thing or was it? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's yeah. great. That's yeah. cool. Oh, minus, so you... minus like the tree and the, obviously all the background items because it's still Halloween there. Yeah, but being able to roll Halloween and Christmas into one trip is pretty sweet though. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it, was, it was definitely. <laughs> this. And again, <laughs> I, I think the highlight though was as we – the two, two highlights I guess for my daughter was um, – Again, you always have to check that little guide. So she got a free charm at one of the jewelry stores for wearing pink. Like there's so many things to do on the boat, like all these little small things that like you just kind of have to make sure you're aware of what's going on. So one night if you wore pink and went to this jewelry store, they gave you a free charm, which was <laughs> that was awesome. That's awesome. Um, and we did a uh, family feud night. 
they had we did um a cooking thing a cooking class where they taught us to make apple strudel we we did all sorts of crazy stuff i mean i could definitely waste three hours just telling you about all the stuff they have that we did but it, it, it's again if you want to be busy you can be busy and busy in a relaxing way not busy in like a you know sitting watch someone teach you how to make you know strudel is relaxing you know it's not, not crazy not, family not feud busy like running around the parks busy <laughs> no and family feud was fine there was a talent show my daughter got up and sang like there we had a we had a good time you know a relaxing good time but it, it is is experience so the two cool things the one is that they were doing some sort of party i don't even remember what it was because there's always some interesting party going like oh you know castaway key there's a party and oh you're getting off the cruise tomorrow there's a party i think it might have been the like last celebration party before you were getting off sort of thing but minnie mouse is on i guess that would call it deck seven by herself just dancing to taylor swift and my daughter's like (laughs) we're up here and we're like why is Minnie Mouse like all by herself and her handler of course right so it's just Minnie and her handler and like nobody's there and so like my daughter got to spend like a good 10 minutes with Minnie Mouse, you know, by herself. It was, it was really fun. And then one time when we were coming out of the kids club, there was just randomly two stormtroopers and um, I, I guess some sort of Imperial officer walking, I guess, to probably the changing room. So they were walking out in the ship for a little bit because there's one little hallway that's like a, no, you can't go there hallway, right? Mm, <laughs> I think yeah, that's where they do all their changing. And uh, they were walking there. So it was really cool to see the stormtroopers outside of the kids area. Now, you can go in the kids area for five minutes with your kid if you have a kid and there's two open houses and that's it. So I did not really get to see anything in kids area because my wife took them. And now my boys who are 11 and 13, they can check themselves in and out. So my 11 year old could have gone to that kids area, but he could check himself in and out by himself. And then my uh, 13 year old was at the next level up, which is called edge. Um, and they could check themselves in and out of there. And they, they had fun doing all sorts of stuff in there. And they, they did a lot of roaming of the ship. They have, you know, um, those like, it's like the Phineas and Ferb thing. There's three of them on the boat. Right, with different portraits across the whole boat that the kids can do. And my boys love doing those and they change every day. So you could do them uh, as much as you wanted. So they did them a few times and then my daughter did one because she was upset because she couldn't get to do one. Uh, she did one on the one night and I think that it was Jafar that night that, you know, stole all the puppies or something along those lines. So I th- think that's what I got. I think that's what I got. I think that's cruise in a nutshell. Yeah. No, that sounds like you had a great time. I'm I'm jealous. I really want to I want to do a uh, Oh, and yeah, and if you book so. a cruise when you're on the cruise, it's 10% off. Oh, nice. Ah, uh, yes. And when, <laughs> and when cruises for five people are like 14,000, like 10% off it makes a difference. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it makes a difference. Um so we are looking to cruise again. Um so we're in 2017. We are shooting for 19. Um, oh, wow. And our friends are trying to push it to 20, but we're going to bully them into 19, I think. <laughs> so we're shooting for 19 um, as our next cruise. And I, and I wish I could do one next year. And if I have the money, don't, don't you know, I will go. Because what's funny is, is that when they bought into DVC, what the, the giveaway was for DVC was a free cruise. Oh, wow. So they took that cruise without us. And Jeez. so they have one more cruise than us. Now, there's different levels of cruising, silver. Uh, you know, in gold and you get different gifts. So the gift for silver was a backpack this time, which was nice, but wow. they're one cruise ahead of us. So they're going to reach gold before us. So I keep telling them like, you know, I'm going on a cruise without you, right? Like, you know, I'm not going to let you reach gold before I do. So I have a cruise somewhere that I need to do without them. So I don't know when that will be. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So it, was, it was good. 
No, it's it sounds like you had a great had a great time. It uh, it sounds awesome. I, I mean, I think they get rated like the number one cruise line like every year, so it makes a lot of sense. They do, and again, like you feel the DVC there. Like I said, just beyond those two things, there's a DVC area, um, you know, that's staffed all the time. And and the one guy helped me out with some internet issues we were having. Well, excuse me, there's an in there's a a, a WAN, you know, Wi-Fi that you can use for texting between so again it's nice to have that right so you can text all the sure. members in your party yeah and ours was not working um it went down one night and when it came back up there was something so i went over there and the guy fixed it again they're there to you know answer quick questions and things like that and if they know your dvc you know they're they're nice to you and we got hats i think that was the other gift so we got the backpacks and we got the hats and the hats this time were not bad they nice. were not last time we got the hats we left them at my in-laws house because i'm like i'm never wearing a hat just leave it there right? is it like a ball cap or what yeah 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 but this okay, time it's yeah. black and it's a little bit nicer looking um like something that you might actually wear uh rather than something you would not wear so i thought that was something that, that was you'd good. leave behind at your uh at your parents in-laws. or in-laws yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was definitely nice so that's the cruise in a nutshell if anyone has any questions please Email them in. Like I said, it's only my second cruise, but I did a lot of asking of questions this time. I, you know, I did a lot of DVCing wherever I could. So, you know, definitely. And there was, there was some, again, if you bought points, I think you had to buy 125 points and you would get in-room credit again if you bought them on the cruise ship. I wasn't even thinking about it, so I don't know what the numbers were because I wasn't even in that realm, right? I wasn't going to buy it. It didn't matter what was happening. I wasn't buying 125 points. I was shooting for 50 maximum, but there are, like I said, you can get credit. Uh, if you buy points while you're on the cruise. It's funny you bring that up too, because we're actually, uh, we're going to talk about some DVC news today because there's are some new purchase incentives. And so kind of what you're just talking about here, there's some, there's some new purchase incentives outside the cruise if you buy elsewhere. So I guess we'll talk about that in a few, but, uh, that's really cool. I, I didn't realize there was so much DVC stuff on the cruises. Yeah. I, I didn't really, I mean, I assume there were representatives where you could buy your points, but I, I feel like the last place I would think I would buy points is when I'm on a cruise. You know, I don't know why. It just it just doesn't register to me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's the the nice part of it is you have a little bit more free time. You know what I mean? To like really that's think the good about part. It and talk to really about think it. about it and to talk about it with somebody. And again, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy that I'll get my uh, you know fast passes. To be honest with you, I you know I keep thinking about it. Like, why not always go and ask for points? Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Why not? I mean, to talk for half an hour is not so bad. So I, I'm on the wait list in case points come up. Oh, but, that's um, good. Yeah. But what I'll probably do is I'll decline that, and then I'll go again and talk to them next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the great thing about it too, though. Like, because we initially went to the, you know, the initial meeting just because we wanted ice cream sundays, fast passes, and a gift card. So, yeah. and you know, to find out more information, of course. But you know, all the free stuff they give you to actually talk to them is is totally worth whatever timeshare presentation that they give you, and it's never. I, I like the three of us have said it was never high pressure for any of us. So no. it's not like you're yeah. going there feeling like you're, you know, you have to say yes or uh, anything like that. So it's totally worth it just to sit down and talk about it as long as you're not going to compulsively buy it. Cause that's not always the greatest idea, but <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I need to set up an appointment on my next trip down to Disney world though. Now <laughs> it, It's so worth it. The, oh, yeah. the, on, the only thing I would say is the, the CM that was, was giving the pitch. I was not a fan of, and that's the first time I could possibly say that. Oh, wow. She was new, right? And again, I, I'm not going to get all into it because it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, she was she was newer and I think had that a little bit more of that like sale mentality. Like little – not I wouldn't say pushy, but it was – if I could have, if I, like I said, if I, like, if the points came up, I, and I could have been like, hmm, I'd rather give somebody else the credit. Like, 
I would have. Let's put it that way. She was okay. fine, but not magical. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it not at magical. that. Not magical. Not like magical. That. And cool. the only other knock on the cruise I would say this time that I had was they were pushing their drink packages a little bit more than last time. But that was in the beginning. And again, you would say, no, thank you. And it was fine. But it was a little bit more than I thought than than last time. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving us that whole rundown of your cruise. I, you know, yeah. I was I was glad to hear about it. I don't know if Trevor, you had any questions for him before we move on for anything, but uh, no, actually, I think that that was good. I I had no idea half of what was available on a cruise, so that's that's pretty enlightening. So and, thanks and, for that. And we did, yeah, we didn't even do half of the stuff. You know what I mean? Like there was bingo. <laughs> wow. The, the, I mean, the itinerary, it's called the navigator and the itinerary on the navigator, there's so, like at least four things to do every half an hour to an hour overlapping. So, I mean, at any given time, there's four different things you could be doing besides the pool, besides sitting upstairs and just, you know, there's movies playing in the funnel, you know, which is the big screen that's outside at all times. Um, oh, wow. you know, and, and again, there's so much to do on top of that. So there's at least four things you could be doing that you would want to do. At all times, we missed a lot of things. So the the thing that again I would go back to, and it just didn't fit into our schedule. But I wasn't trying to have one of those sort of vacations. There's a lot of drawing classes, a lot of drawing classes, like which animation again, type you classes, kn- or just drawing pictures, or like so so animation classes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and the thing is, you know that that because Star Wars Bay took that area over, those classes that they used to do drawing the characters are gone. They had a class like that at least once every other day, and an animation class. On the other days as well, there were some days that they had three different drawing classes going on, and we were just not able to hit any of them. Um, in Animator's Palette, which is one of the restaurants, you get to draw and your stuff goes on the screen. I don't know if you guys knew about that. That's really cool. I have seen that before. Yeah. So we did that, obviously, the night we were there, and uh, that was that was really fun. But that's the one thing I missed, and I just we missed it every single time. Like You know what I mean? Like It, it, <laughs> yeah, it probably was at least agree. nine times, and we just couldn't hit any of them. And they also had Thor um, opened the day before. So Thursday night they had Thor um, and we just couldn't do it. You know, it was just like, man, I can't sit two hours and something, two hours and something minutes for a movie while I'm on a cruise. Oh, as in like the new Thor movie they were playing? Yeah, oh, they had it the day before it came out in the theaters. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So the, yeah, there's there's two movie theaters on on the ship. Like it's nuts. <laughs> there's there's two movie theaters. So one is the theater that they put all the shows on, and it also turns it into a movie theater. And then there's an actual separate movie theater. Oh wow! Yeah. Have so you guys seen Thor yet? By the way, I have not. Totally no, going off track. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It was so good. But anyway, yeah. that's not the podcast. <laughs> we'll get into that some other time. <laughs> you just. Yeah, you gotta actually, watch Thor. Yeah, yeah we, totally well, we could actually tie the Marvel in later on in the episode. That's actually true. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk some Marvel later. But so it just kind of go in, and thanks again, Damon, for talking about all that. But uh, so more DVC news. And, and this is, you know, DVC doesn't always have a ton of news, but there were some couple of things that came out the past couple of days. And I have to say this first one, I didn't even know that this was actually a thing. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. We have a DVC podcast and half the time I hear about these things and I'm like, I don't even know that this half, this was a thing. But uh, apparently, so, you know, they keep renewing the member lounge. Uh, you know, the member lounge at Epcot is renewed until the end of 2018. And I, I saw an article that the top of the world lounge is extended through 2018. And for the life of me, I didn't know that that wasn't a permanent thing. So, so I knew it wasn't permanent. I, I would like them to make all lounges permanent. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I just didn't, I just assumed that that was since they built it, that it was going to be there forever. So I, I don't know. I just assumed they were always going to have that. It's just weird to me that they don't. Like, why don't they just make it a 
permanent thing. Right. They just want to keep it, you know, open just in case Options. they want it. Options yeah. are always good. I guess that makes sense. So, so, so I have a I have a very interesting question for you, Tom. This as is we good, okay. as we as we're gonna kind of go into 2018 dues, which I know that Saratoga Springs got beat, which kind of hurts me. But <laughs> hey, so can you change if you are currently paying your dues yearly? Can you just switch them back over to monthly? I think so. And how do you do that? I'm going to guess you probably call member services for that because I yeah. pay monthly. I don't pay yearly. I pay monthly. Mm, yes. I prefer so, it that way. I'm, I'm going to be switching over from yearly to monthly, I believe. So I, I mean, guess I'll be making a call to member services and I'll let everyone know how I, it goes. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can. I, I, I don't know why they wouldn't be flexible about that. It seems like something they would be able to do. Yes. So I, I will let everyone know how the process goes. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, yeah, it's that's a great question. I'm, I'm pretty positive the answer to that is yes. But we, we, that's a great point. You're bringing up dues. And, and so I, I saw there was a lot of discussion about this out there, uh, in some of the DVC member groups. Um, Saratoga did get it pretty bad. Um, but a couple of the resorts, the, the really the bad resorts and the ones that you would assume, right? Because of the hurricane were Hilton Head. Um, and there was an increase in Alani that was pretty large too. Um, but also at uh, Vero and um, and Saratoga, a lot of people are saying that the Saratoga one is because of the tree houses. I guess they kind of sustained some damages because they're out in the you know obviously out yeah. in the woods and some trees fell and things like that. Yeah. Did you guys see that it, the the hurricane cost uh, Disney a hundred million dollars? Yeah, it seems about right. Yeah, that's that's just crazy to me. That's that's probably really not all that bad if you consider the total cost of their assets. I mean. Yeah, percentage-wise. Yeah, percent. You're right. Yeah. I mean, because hundred million dollars, how much is that really to Disney, right? But I mean, it's still it's not nothing, right? <laughs> but no, and and I mean, they they do have insurance for that too, right? So it's it's not like it's all out of pocket. It's that exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, and that's actually some of what the resorts were. So there was three resorts that were actually charged hurricane assessments, which were Saratoga Springs, Hilton Head, and Vero Beach. And so, like, they have to pay the premiums on their insurance, basically. So, yeah, they have hurricane insurance. But, you know, I think I read that the the premium for the hurricane insurance at Hilton Head was like $750,000. So it's it's not like it's nothing, you know. it's it's There's a lot of money involved there. Yeah. And, and I mean, really, they they set all this up front, too, right? When, or I don't know about you guys. When I was buying my points, they they were pretty clear about, you know, most years it'll be a – a uh, a fairly standard increase and i mean i saw that polynesian actually got off pretty good this year because it, it was only like a one percent increase but they said you know it'll it'll range is that you know some years you'll be the resort that that doesn't have a huge change and other times you're unlucky especially yeah when you when you have a hurricane that somebody's going to get hit at some point unfortunately so yeah, and I mean, like you said, it's 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 not unexpected. I would I would say, and you know, so a lot of the a lot of the uh, the increases in the in the actual budgets are not all that bad. And Saratoga is not that bad either, Damon. It's you're not going to be getting no, killed no. Here, I but. just felt like it was it was a good time for me to switch over. That was a thing. I, I'm gonna listen. At the end of the day, I mean, I'm buying more points, whether yeah. I buy them resale or not resale. And, and as I buy more points, right, my, my my yearly dues are just going to go up. And that's why I, I kind of want to feel like I want to switch over from my yearly, which again comes you know right after Christmas, which is tough to monthly, yeah. just because I'm going to be buying more points in the future. And I know this, so that that's kind of why I want to make that change. So again, I, I will make sure to let everyone know how that goes. So it, it probably what is going to go like this. 
hey, can you make that change? Can you call up TVC services and make that change? My wife will do it. And then I'll be like, hey, so how did that go? So I can tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how it will end up going. That's funny. <laughs> and you know, really, I, I get the feeling that this you're talking, this will be like a five-minute phone yes. call. Yeah. <laughs> to have it and, done, and, because, so. and you, you pay them up front. So again, I, I didn't know if they were in the rears yep. or up front, but they are up front. You know, so it's easy because I haven't paid mine yet, right? Exactly. It's not January yet. If they were in the rears, then it becomes a whole different ballgame. Because you have to make your assessments before, you know what I mean. So uh, this will be this. I think should be easy for me. You might even be able to change that online. I almost that's <laughs> like what my could. wife said. My yeah. wife keeps telling me she goes, "Have you gone online and looked?" I go, "No, but I googled it and it, nothing really came up." So I figured that like well, because, I can't do it online. <laughs> n- n- well, everything in the DVC member website y- it does not show up in a Google search. It's not indexed. So. Yeah, I just figure someone would have talked about it. You know what I mean? In one of the forums. Yeah, that that's true. But uh, I, I guess most people don't like talking about the uh, the ugly side of it, which is you know paying your dues every year. <laughs> that is true too. That's if I remember true. my password, I may try to see if it's on there while we're talking. That's really funny. I I, I think I might go on there too and see if I can find it. Well, as well. I feel like uh, I feel like you made out the best in this whole thing, Trevor, though, because your your dues I think are only going up like one percent or something like that. Mine are jumping five percent, and Damon's are about five percent too. So or four and a half. Yeah, and, and I. And I think the only reason that mine were as low as they were is because it's still one of the actively sold resorts. That makes sense. Because uh, Bay Lake Tower isn't isn't active anymore because it, it's Copper Creek, Polynesian, and what's the third one? Is it Boulder yeah, Ridge? Yeah, Boulder Ridge, yep. And Boulder Ridge actually yeah. went down a percent. Or no, Co- Copper Creek, I'm sorry, went down a percent. Um, yeah, and and that's exactly it, right? It's because they're, they're actively selling it, they... They don't want to bump up your dues because that doesn't look nice, right? When they're trying <laughs> to sell that's it, true. So, that's true. Yeah, yeah, no, and and so uh, if those that don't know too, they actually you get sent every year. Those that are DVC members out there, you get sent a budget breakdown of everything they're spending your money on. So I don't know about you guys, I actually look at those things, but I don't attend oh, yeah, meetings I, or anything. But I, I read every piece of mail that comes in from DVC because that's a little bit of joy and excitement in my life <laughs> so, <laughs> even reading a budget breakdown <laughs> yeah i mean i read the newsletters and stuff because i mean yeah you know you know i i paid for it i might as well know what they're doing right exactly so, you learn lots of new things in those things yeah. so. So, so i don't actually see it so i'm gonna say that you, you you might not be able to do it online oh you logged in okay and you tried yeah. to do it yeah do, so you went to the annual dues section and you, you're not seeing where you can there, change there's, it? Yeah, there's nothing in there um, that, that I can change besides my, you know, it says, you know, make a payment, manage auto pay or view statement. None of those look like options that are going to help me. So, Well, I guess you just have to call member services. I'm sure I will. I'm sure they'll be able to do it. I can't imagine they wouldn't because I don't think that's something you do contractually when you start it off. Of course. If yeah, I, I mean, I'm I don't hoping. remember that, but I, I don't think it is. So, um, so. We were talking, we kind of hinted before, uh, there's some new purchase incentives out there too. Uh, and there's, they looked kind of interesting, the ones I saw anyway. Um, but there were some different things about like a $500 gift card when you uh, purchase and there's some developer credits that are going on too. So, um, basically if you buy, I, I don't know if you guys, I, I get emails from DVC every once in a while saying buy 150 points of Copper Creek and get, you know, this many points for free or, uh, you know, this much money back, or uh, you could save a couple thousand dollars. I, I don't know about you guys, but every time I see those, I'm like, they want me to buy far too many points for not enough incentive to do so. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of my thinking, too. It's that, I mean, I, I guess I don't know 
I don't know where I sit in the entire demographic of DVC, but I, I know there's lots of people out there that have, you know, like a thousand points to, yeah, yeah, thousands <laughs> like, of points, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I, I only have a hundred points. So, you know, them telling me to buy 150 points somewhere else, it's like, well, you're asking me to double down. And so, so you know what I found interesting I, is you talk yeah. about that, right? <laughs> is that, so this is, this is the, the kind of their sell when I was on the boat. And, and this is interesting. So she's like, why would you want to buy at Saratoga when you could buy at Copper Creek and get nine extra years? And I said to myself, I said, so she's doing the math for me. She's like, look, she goes, if you think about it math wise, right, that's going to save you, you know, like a couple thousand dollars because you have nine extra years of, say, 50 points. And I go, right. look, here's where I fall in, in the demographic as you speak, Trevor, right, is that I'll be 81. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have enough time left in any contract to give them to my kids. So yeah. I'm going to walk out of there at 81 and go. I'm done. <laughs> so I got why my do money's I, worth. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Why do I want to buy points at a new resort? Even if I get those nine years, I have to pay a premium up front, which is that 2000 extra bucks, right? And again, I get yep. nine years for that. But nine years doesn't do anything for me. It's not enough to really leave it to my kids. You know, again, if you told me I had 30 extra years, oh, okay, that's different. You know, nine extra years isn't enough. And, and I'm paying more right now for them. So you're right. It really depends on where you sit in the demographic of what you want to do. Well, and just looking at some of these yeah. incentives. So, for example, uh, and these are only for like Polynesian, Alani, Copper Creek, basically, is where they're doing these credits for. So, for example, if you buy 150 points at $176 per point, so it's 100, you're paying full price, 176 per point, which is a lot. The buyer then gets, it yeah, is. it's a lot. And the buyer gets a thousand dollar developer credit or fifty five hundred dollar credit and a five hundred dollar gift card. If you buy one hundred and seventy five points, you get twenty five hundred developer credit uh, and two thousand dollars or, or two thousand dollars credit plus a five hundred dollar Disney gift card. So it's like to me, I'm like, no. So, so <laughs> they had this. Much. They had this on a sheet, Tom, on the cruise. Yeah. And at the bottom of the sheet, it says if you buy three thousand points, you get and the the you know the the money you got back was ridiculous, right? It's like twenty thousand dollars, but that's like it's like three three thousand points. Like, who, who's going to get on a cruise and buy three thousand points? Exactly. Like, that's, this, that's this crazy talk. I again, the most I've ever heard somebody had, I think, was seventeen hundred that oh I've personally gosh. talked to, and seen, and physically saw them, and they told me, and we were, you know, seventeen hundred. She says she bought them for their their, you know, to get all the grandkids there all at once, but. It's like, man, 3,000 points. Could you imagine? That's crazy. You know, so I'll just say this. and I apologize if there's anybody out there that actually has like 3,000 points and listens to this podcast. I'm sorry. But I mean, realistically, yeah, the kind of people that would buy into those incentives, they're not listening to this podcast. They're not. <laughs> th- these These are people that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of disposable income that they can use on this kind of stuff. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, Disney knows that they know that there's people out there that they can get with that kind of stuff. But for the rest of us, um, I'll just take a pass on this. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's, <laughs> and if anybody, by the way, does have 3000 points and are listening right you now, you get please, to automatically come onto the show. Yeah. Please, so, please send us an email yes. and you'll get a free guest <laughs> spot and a personal apology from Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will apologize. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as somebody on here that I'm looking at this article, somebody actually did the math on it. So they were saying if they add on 125 points at Copper Creek, which would cost $22,000 at full price, 
uh, and you basically subtract seven hundred fifty dollars, you end up with twenty one thousand two fifty. So your hundred twenty five points really just goes down to one hundred seventy points. So that's, I mean, it's it's really not a huge deal. I mean, it's it's just too much, right? It, it's I I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. Uh, if my next purchase is going to be resale, is is how I feel about it. But I, I know Damon, you were looking at that too. So yeah, maybe I, I don't know yet. <laughs> it might be though. Might be. We need to get Nick on the show again. He'll talk me into it. Yeah, we've or wait and see how the Riviera oh, pans out, right? Yeah, I, uh, the, oh, the rumors yeah. though, two hundred dollars a point is going to be pretty brutal. Oh, is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that. I'm not allowed to say anything. That's what I heard. That's been uh, that's been ugly rumor spread. Wait, that's wait, wait, uh. Wait a sec. You're not allowed to say anything, but you just said it though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that that's what that's what people are guessing. Okay, that's gonna be that's gonna be rough. Um, but it, I mean, that resort is going to be in such prime real estate. It's going to be hard not to want to do it. It, it will. Well, be. Is it really though? Because you mean the real estate, real estate I, I, wise, prime real estate. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right between like, Star Wars land, basically, and and Epcot. True. Yeah, I guess I'm just looking at because it, it's literally like right where I was at Caribbean Beach, which. Um, I mean, in terms of, of transportation, it, yeah, it was easy to get well, to remember Epcot and gondolas by that point. Yeah. So I guess getting to those two is fine. But yeah, if you want to go to Magic Kingdom at that or, point? A... or uh, yeah. Animal Kingdom. So, yeah. so for all our podcast listeners, unfortunately, I am uh, <laughs> going to have to jump off a little early today. So I'm going to give you my opinion on what they're going to talk about coming up. <laughs> Because it's the Tom and if I did it's the Tom and if, I, if I didn't, I, I'd feel uncomfortable yep. about it. The DVC merchandise available at the member lounge, that's going to be awesome because I think that the member lounge needed something yeah. and it, I will buy stuff there. I'm yep. telling you, even if I wasn't going to buy stuff anywhere else, for some reason, I'm sitting down, I'm drinking a soda from the soda machine. I'm going to buy something there. International Flower and Garden, I've already been. I don't know if these guys have, but you know, they asked, has anyone ever been? I'm going I've in already May. been. It's awesome. <laughs> you have to do the butterfly tent because if you don't do the butterfly tent, why are you even there? That's the best. Okay. And the topiaries are, are, are pretty cool. The, the one that I liked the best, there was a, a Chef Donald one year. But anyway, okay. So let's see. I like the, rapid fire, Damon. You like Damon rapid opinions. fire, Damon? Like this is. I feel like this should be a segment on our show now. <laughs> rapid fire, Damon. <laughs> like Damon just goes through the list of of topics and just like I like this, I hate this, I don't like this, I like this. <laughs> um, they're going to talk about Disneyland, so I'm just going to skip over that whole entire section because I don't I care. You <laughs> we assumed you would anyway. We assumed you would. <laughs> and then 21st Century Fox. Um, uh, I don't really care. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. And it's funny because I think that Tom and Trevor have said something on, on the boards on Facebook that they think that I might agree with. And I'm going to agree with the lady that says by adding Marvel stuff to Disneyland takes away some of the Disney magic. And after that, I'm just going to jump off the show and I'm going to let them take you through the rest of these topics. And I'm going to schedule myself better. I'm smacking myself on the hand now that, that I will be able to make all of the show next time. I love that you're doing like a, an actual mic drop right now. Yeah. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> but, but, I, but I bid you adieu and uh, we will we will catch up for the next episode. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Damon. Yeah, it's the Tom and Trevor <laughs> show again. Uh, so. Yep. All right. So. All right. So, yeah. So, obviously, yeah, Damon, Damon was predisposed. So, we will continue yeah. on. Um, yeah. So, the, the member lounge merchandise. Do Let's, you have any DVC merch? Because I've got DVC merch. I I kind of love I the have, stuff they have. I got a. They actually sent me the bag when, oh, when I signed up, up for yeah. DVC. So I, yeah, so I have the tote, and that's it. 
Um, I when I was down there last time, I was looking or I was kind of looking for DVC stuff, but again because I wasn't staying in DVC, I wasn't really thinking about it as much. But I do agree with with what Damon says that you know it seems like a no brainer is that you you have a DVC space you're going to sell DVC merchandise because otherwise like you end up looking all over the parks for it and why not centralize it to, you know, you know, DVC people are going to go there. You know that they want yeah. it. So well, why not? And when right? I was at, when I stayed at uh, boardwalk, they had a whole DVC store. So there was, there was a whole DVC store at boardwalk that like had everything. So we got like a windbreaker. We got a hat. We got all sorts of good stuff from that store. So I, I, I think it's great to have it more readily available, uh, especially at that lounge, because like Damon said, you're kind of feeling warm and fuzzy uh, in your me- in your membership when you're sitting there in the lounge drinking your free soda and uh, maybe your free snacks that I have yet to see the entire time I've gone. <laughs> I never see the free snacks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I go at the wrong time. But uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a great thing. So yeah, DVC merch now available in the member lounge. And, and I did want to talk to you about the International Flower and Garden Festival because I've never been and I've always wanted to go. And it's... It sounds like Damon has had a good time there, but I've never gone. You see, yeah, and, and this is the thing. I, I've never done Flower and Garden either, and I, I was super excited when I heard that it's, yeah, I'm going to be there the first week of May, so so I'll be there right right towards the end of it. And, and yeah, what I've heard about is that, you know, that there's some really cool, uh, um, there's some really cool shows that they put on, like, like, like limited time shows. The topiaries are amazing. Uh, I did hear about the butterfly tent, so I know, I know what Damon's talking about. Um, we do actually have something similar at the zoo here in, in Calgary, but yeah, I, I feel like it. You know, having Di- Disney's twist on that will be it'll be worthwhile. And, and just um, so, uh, I guess I should put some context behind this: is that so? My mom is a gardener. She, she growing up, she was always like spending tons of time in the garden. So. I'm not a gardener myself, but I do pay attention to plants and stuff like that. And the the floral arrangements that they do around the the lagoon area in Epcot look amazing to me. Oh, yeah. Like I, I I really want to go see those in person because I think again that that's something that would be really really worthwhile to uh to just go and experience right so yeah and i i would love to you know this they always do all the fun stuff when i can't go (laughs) (laughs) but for those that don't know by the way this is happening february 28th to may 28th so uh those are going on during those dates and uh that's they just kind of announced the details of it there's also they do concerts uh, so they'll have uh, bands from like the the 60s through the 90s, and usually it's usually filled with like a, a bunch of like, oh, I remember those guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I I think Starship was playing there nice. at one point, so that was that was kind of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that's that's the cool part about it too. They have all those different things. They do have food stuff too, uh, different food booths and things like that. So that's cool as well. But. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because they did confirm the details of it and it is being, the dates have been confirmed of it. And it almost feels like there's something going, like going on year round now at Epcot with the exception of the summertime because they don't really need to have anything going on during the summertime because everybody's there anyway. So, <laughs> you know, I wish they were doing it yeah. there for me just because that's when I go. But. And, and, and really it's, if you think about it, I, I guess maybe this is kind of how they've been filling the gap with with the way Epcot's been. And yeah. I'm not trying to say that in like the worst no, way, but it's but, true though. It's I true. mean, Epcot's really been, they've been stalled out for a while as like a place that you want to go. It like, like even when we were down there, it's like, you know, Hollywood studios is under a lot of construction, but 
when we went over to Epcot, it was kind of like, uh, okay, what do we do here? Like, <laughs> you feel like Epcot's kind of looked the same for the past like thirty years, pretty much. Like, it hasn't changed. Yeah, it, it's been mostly the same. There hardly haven't been like many additions, but like, it, mostly it's been kind of stagnant. You're right, and, and yeah, actually, that's that's a lot of it. Is that it? It does look the same as when it opened, so it's hard to. It's hard to get excited about it, which I guess is kind of weird because, you know, you go over to Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom has its own sense of magic about it, right? I mean, it's in it's the timeless. Name. I know. It's kind of timeless. Kingdom, but yeah, but, but you know, you, you always get excited going out there. Epcot, I feel like I walk in and I, I see Spaceship Earth and I get that initial excitement. And then it's like I walk past Spaceship Earth and it's like, okay, now <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I mean, you can only yeah. walk around the World Showcase so many times and, you know, you can only go on Soren so many times and and behind the seeds and all that. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, not behind the seeds, uh, living with the land. I'm sorry. I did that tour yeah. the last time I was, uh, I was there, but uh, you're totally right. And that's why I, I'm glad they're finally showing a lot of attention to it. Although we really haven't heard that many more details about what they're actually doing since D23. Uh, you know, cause they, they showed a lot of concept art, like they're redoing this whole thing, but they, it seems like their plans are still kind of, you know, fluid. They're still kind of trying to figure out what they're going to do. Yeah. And, and I feel also, again, uh, the, the other thing too, that the reason that, uh, the flower and garden festival is running as long as it is, is because it's the 25th That's anniversary correct. of the flower and garden festival. So, so again, it's not like this is a new thing per se, like it flower and garden has been going on for years and years and years. But it, it again, it's it's a it's a temporary thing. It's it's not meant to be a, a like you said. If you happen to be there when it's going on, great. But if not, you, they need something else to keep people coming to Epcot. Exactly, and I mean it's smart. It's a smart move for sure for the interim while they're figuring all this stuff out. And you know, it's obviously it's going to be years to come of construction over there. Although I feel like it's not going to be as evident as it was at Hollywood Studios because they're not really ripping anything out that we know of yet. Um, you know, Hollywood Studios is such a mess right now because they literally just cut half the park in half. It seems like, like the Ratatouille rides happening behind the scenes, the, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy rides happening kind of not behind the scenes in front of your face, but mostly behind but, the scenes. Well, but, but really that whole area, like interventions and all of that has been such a dead area for a long time. Like, like even, even when I was there 10 years ago, you could walk through there and you, you could spin around in circles for like 10 minutes and you'd never hit anybody because <laughs> yeah, that's true. Th there was, there was never enough people. There was never enough people in that area. Like, it, again, it's not like any of the other parks where, where you felt that, that you were cramped, right? Like, I mean, world at showcase does get cramped, but, but future world. Yeah. That, that area, they, they have, there's no one there anyway, so they've got time to to do these kinds of expansions without affecting anything else. And yeah, same thing. Ratatouille, all that stuff is like on the perimeter of the park. It's not actually it's not gonna interrupt anything. Disabling. Yeah. yeah. And I, I you know, it's it's so sad to me that interventions has basically become like an air conditioned hallway to walk it's like, oh let's walk let's walk through <laughs> interventions because it's air conditioned and uh, while we're going from test track over to Sora and like that that's basically what it's become. It's just a big air conditioned hallway. I, I mean, now they did they did add that new show, which did premiere the uh, um, 
uh what was the name of that show we talked about on the last show the science uh, uh <laughs> i totally forget science yeah the, the imagine remember. lab thing is that wasn't that was something yeah. like that but anyway i'm sure someone will write us in but we we talked about it on the show last week <laughs> yeah. they're opening a new show and th- that did start uh, i haven't seen reviews about it yet and, and we obviously none of us have seen it but they are doing some things and they're and they're trying um you know i i always enjoy the jammeters personally you know the i, I love like the streetmosphere stuff and i don't have you ever seen the jammeters the guys that play like on the on all their tools and like the garbage cans and stuff no i actually i i haven't seen any street performers in epcot i again i've heard about these things i've yet to see any of them the, live the jammeters so. always kind of hang out in that little area that you're talking about kind of like in the like on the way to mission space you know test track yeah. area over there and they they come out of random times and they'll play they play stuff on like garbage cans and like you know tools and they basically make music with everyday things it's pretty cool uh so that's one mm-hmm. of those weird things that we always like to see but i don't know how we got on an epcot tear right there because we were just talking about the- <laughs> well because we, we yeah we start with flower and garden yeah. and we we kind of looked at the larger picture but yeah ultimately yes flower and garden will be starting up this year yeah february 28th and uh i'm looking forward to it i'm, I'm glad that i'm going to get to experience it this year because yeah it's it, it sounds like it, it's something worthwhile that uh that they've i mean yeah it's it's gone on for 25 years now yeah so. absolutely and and speaking of yeah. reimagining areas look at that transition <laughs> mm-hmm. so the next thing we wanted to talk about actually was uh at d23 the d23 they announced that pixar pier uh, well a uh, paradise pier at disneyland was going to be coming pixar pier um but they didn't give a ton of details about it at that time and i think probably because they were still trying to figure some of it out right but so now yep. they've announced kind of what they're doing and it, it actually seems like they're closing down the whole land in early January to redo all this. And basically what they're going to do, they're going to retheme all the rides. They're going to redo all the merchandise and all the food locations are all going to be themed to Pixar movies. And they're going to create four new neighborhoods within the land themed to Pixar movies. So you have the Incredibles neighborhood, this Toy Story neighborhood. There's going to be an inside out neighborhood. And then there's one that's going to be kind of like all the Pixar movies together. And so California Screamin' is going to turn into the Incredicoaster, um, which I feel like is something that's been rumored forever. Uh, uh, an incredible, you know, uh, an Incredibles coaster. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think we all thought it was going to be something brand new as opposed to you know, just an overlay. But it seems like what they're doing is pretty cool. They're building a new loading area for it. Uh, and they're like adding special effects and a new soundtrack and new character moments. So I and, and you're a big Disneyland guy. So I wonder how you feel about all these changes happening to the area. So, f- first of all, redoing Paradise Pier. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> is it that bad? <laughs> well, okay, it's it's not awful. I mean, the the land itself is still entertaining. Like you, you still had Toy Story Midway Mania there, um, California Screaming as it is today, and Mickey's Fun Wheel. I enjoyed those. I think they were great. And even um, over on the far side, there's also uh, Goofy Sky School, which is similar to the Dino World ride in uh, Animal Kingdom. Okay. Like it's the same kind of roller coaster, except the cars don't do that crazy spin. spinning gotcha. thing. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you've got those things there and then the rest of it is just, it's just midway games. But the problem is, is that it's actually a remnant of, um, the original design of California Adventure, which I actually think that, that California Adventure is going to lose its name pretty soon because the whole idea of California Adventure was that when, when they first released it and I, and I was there pretty close to when they, they launched was, it was like, Hey, you know, this is, um, this is Disney's version of various places in California, which, you know, you're already in California. So it was kind of like, 
why would I go to a fake California in California? Um, yeah, a fake pier in California when I can, you know, drive for 20 minutes and thing. go to Santa Monica. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so it, it seemed really, um, I don't want to say, it, it wasn't cheap. It, it, it's, I mean, it it seemed okay at the time, but as the whole rest of the park, because what happened was the park very slowly started to transition, like where you got cars land opening up. Um, they redid uh uh, the the area was called Condor Flats, and they redid it into Grizzly Peak, which was a lot more. It still kind of tied into cars, like they had theming from uh, that Planes movie, which if you've ever seen that. And then also there was um, there's an area that's based on uh, Up okay. as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. So so it's a lot of so so that was kind of like you could see that pattern of like it was more of those Pixar movies were starting to take over the area. So the fact that Pixar Pier is now coming, it's like, okay, they, they finally, or not that they finally, but they, they've just continued with that. You know, this park is really a Pixar park at the end of the day. Mm. And I'm totally okay with them redoing the pier. I think, uh, I think a, a, an overlay of California Scream will be interesting. The fact that they say new special effects is kind of curious because that's it's a just a big straightforward coaster. I don't know where they could put effects in on that. Yeah, that's interesting. Because like like it's big out out in the open air. I don't like I said. I I'd be curious to see how that all looks at the end of the day. The other thing I'm glad too is that that inside out ride that's coming in. Um, that's actually in uh, that's going into a spot that's had a ride there years ago called the Malaboomer that they pulled out, and that whole area has just been sitting vacant since then. But the funny thing is, is that when they pulled it out, it, like you could see the platform and everything for the ride, but it, there was there was just nothing there. So it so it kind of you know again took away from from the the overall appeal of of that part of the park. Interesting. So I, I, yeah. I so it seems to me then that the they didn't say what the inside out ride is going to be, but in my mind it almost sounds like it's going to be some kind of standard ride that they're going to theme to inside out and what i mean by that some sort of flat ride that, yeah. that you would throw it in a, a, a pre-purchased yeah. it's not going yeah. to be some sort of like over imagineered type of thing it's just going to be some you know I, I don't even know what it's going to be they really haven't said but the fact that they haven't said and shown like concept art and some ideas there that just makes me think they're just going to kind of toss something in there which it's not a terrible thing and no, it's not. I mean, because really, when you, when you look at the overall aesthetic, is that that whole area being a, being you know like a California pier? That's what California piers, like Santa Monica Pier, has. It's all those like kind of pre-built carnival type rides. Um, yeah, carnival rides. So and again, that's fine. But but I think I think it, from what I saw in the concept art, they're they're going to theme it to. Uh, it's going to look like uh, one of the uh, like it's part of long term memory from from Inside Out. Oh, okay. So like like the big tall memory banks with the orbs and everything. So I think they'll be able to do some fun stuff stuff with hmm. it, regardless of you know regardless of whether the the ride is innovative or not. I don't think that matters so much because again, it's more a matter of just making making the overall area fit. Yeah, and I, I think that makes sense. And, and I, I think it's really interesting that you say that they're going to you know probably change the the name of it, and, and that makes a lot of sense based on all the things that they're doing. It's it's a lot like Hollywood Studios where. The original concept was that this is a working studio where things are filmed and, you know, everything sets and it's making it's behind the scenes and and the park just isn't that anymore, you know, and that's why they're going to change the yep. change the name of it. And it, it kind of makes sense, too, because it sounds like 
California Adventure is really losing its California identity. It's it's much more about IPs and about, you know, uh, Pixar, like you said, and, and some of the different properties that they have. So, yeah, I wonder if they're going to do something about that. That's going to be interesting to see if that's something that comes up where they decide to do that. And the other thing that they are going to be doing, too, is they're they going to change Mickey's Fun Wheel uh, to have all the gondolas are going to reflect diff- different Pixar characters. Uh, and But they're not going to change the Mickey on the front. I can only imagine the uproar if they would have changed mickey on the front of that ferris wheel it it'll still be mickey's wheel of death don't it's worry mickey's wheel of okay. death what wait wait, wait. I, I don't but, know about this because i've never been to disneyland <laughs> what is that about okay so so the the thing is is that the way that the the ferris wheel is set up one it's a very big ferris wheel like it's one of the biggest ferris wheels i've been on and they have two types of cars on it there's stationary cars and there's moving cars so so the stationary cars are your traditional like you get on it and it just goes around and that's it they have these other cars that are on a track on the inside of the uh, on the inside of the um, of on the, the inside of the wheel, right? Yeah, and so as you're going up, they'll slide from the outside to the inside of the track, and then as you go around the top, and then you're coming back down on the other side, they'll slide from the inside of the track back to the outside of the track, but when you're doing that you're actually literally looking right out over the water like over the pier so so you feel like you feel like this thing is going to come right off the rails that sounds terrifying and you're going to die like that sounds terrifying (laughs) (laughs) but but i so i love it and um i would highly recommend seeing if you can find some videos of it on youtube of people filming other people going on it because it's absolutely hilarious i i know it's not the kind of ride you would probably go i don't on do Tom, heights but man i don't i don't do regular yeah. ferris wheels <laughs> that. that sounds terrifying yeah and, and, and the, the greatest thing was I, I took my wife and my son on it and and i knew i knew how it was going to be and I took my son on, and and I he did what I called the bat, which was he he clung to the sides of the cage, <laughs> like holding on for his dear life, kind of like how a bat holds on to to like you know the side of a rock That's or whatever. So funny. So, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it, it was pretty fun. That would so, probably be me. That'd um, probably yeah. be me too. I'd be I'd have my eyes closed and go, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to get off this. <laughs> so, yeah, it's and and it like I said, people do actually call it the wheel of death because that that inside track, if you're if you're on one of those moving cars, it's pretty uh, pretty different from any other. Ferris well, at least wheel. They, they give you an option that you could you could do a regular Ferris wheel and you could do the moving one, right? So, that's yeah, and, and yeah, the the fact that they're not changing it, I mean, again, that that kind of sticks together with the fact that it is still Disney at sure. the end of the day, even though it's a Pixar park, as you've got mickey in the middle of the whole thing right yeah exactly so i I think this sounds really cool i i I i've never been but i i I like what they're doing and i think it's some really neat changes and and it makes sense with kind of the the strategy that they're going to uh you know utilizing all of their ips that they have out there i mean they might as well they have one of the best sets of ips in you know that anybody has right and so and that actually perfectly takes us into our next conversation doesn't it we're just so good Mm -hmm. with the transitions today um (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone probably saw this in the news, and and we're going to put this into the rumor category because it's not been confirmed by either company, but a lot of people are reporting it. And truthfully, it's not even happening at the moment, so it may not happen. But Disney has been in talks uh, to buy 21st Century Fox. And the interesting thing about this is they're not going to buy all of Fox, right? So they're not going to buy the sports networks. They're not going to buy, uh, you know, like Fox News, News. Yeah, or any of those yeah. types of things. But 
they're talking about buying their their television production and their movie production and it brings up some interesting possibilities as far as the parks go um now as i said talks have been held they're not ongoing um disney would acquire the movie studio tv production networks but the interesting thing is this would dis- give disney some of the rights back to things that they actually already own <laughs> so what i mean by that yep. is they you know obviously <laughs> they own marvel so they own x-men they own fantastic four but they don't have the movie rights to make those because Marvel, as we know, made some bad deals back in the day when they were struggling. And so those those are owned by by Fox. So they would actually and I almost wonder if this whole thing is about bringing those specific rights back. Right. I mean, did you think that, too? Because I was thinking to myself, I, that's just about getting those rights back. Right. And I yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I think this is that first step in them you know, getting the really big IPs back, which I mean, these, these are the IPs that people have known for, you know, 20 plus years that, um, I mean, to, to Disney's credit, they, they've kind of, you know, come back around with the Avengers. Cause for a long time, the Avengers weren't very big. Like Iron Man wasn't a huge character and, and all of those. And, and they, they brought them all back around and turned them all into, into their own thing. But when they first bought Marvel, the, the very obvious thing was, Oh, Oh gosh, they're going to do an X Men movie, like <laughs> yeah, because you know X Men's people have loved the X Men movies forever, but unfortunately they can't because yeah, Fox had uh, control of them for so long. So um, that also means too, you know, if they get X Men and Fantastic Four back under their belt, that could mean you actually are able to see them in the park. Because as far as I know, I don't think anybody has theme park rights to those characters i don't know that either i'm trying to think if they if universal has them but at the very least even if universal did have them for their parks they disney could still do it at disneyland where they're going to build a marvel park you know they can still then they'd be able to put those characters into that marvel park they could bring x-men into that they could bring fantastic four into it and um you know besides that too also just doing the movies again and, and bringing those into the into the avengers fold or you know into all those other things there's all sorts of cool stuff that they could do with this. But the thing I found interesting too, besides the Marvel stuff, it would also give them the rights to Alien and it would give them the rights to Avatar too, which I thought was really which interesting. They already have Avatar exactly. in they the already park, got that, so. right? Well, maybe they'd have to stop yeah. paying for the licensing then on that, right? So <laughs> money yeah. saver. And, and really, really, I guess that's no different than like with George Lucas, right? Like the uh, Indiana Jones and Star Wars have been have been in Disney parks since the eighties exactly until, until he eventually sold it off. So yeah, this kind of seems like in the same line is that they're going, okay, well, we already have what we, you know, quote unquote, have this. So let's get the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's funny because if you ever, if you know the history behind the uh, alien encounter ride, initially they wanted that to be the alien from alien, right? So they, that was what they initially wanted, but they could just never figure that out. And so now that it's, if they did this, they would actually own the alien. And that begs the question, would they try to do that again? Would they try to bring that kind of ride back again? I don't know. <laughs> well, well, the thing was, is that the, the alien was actually in the great movie ride, too. That's true. Like, yeah. they actually did it put was, it in it there. Was there. So, yeah. But just not an alien. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah but, but now there's no more great movie ride, yet they just bought... I don't know. It's, it's really, it's, it's got, there's a lot of interesting possibilities here, and I'm sure there's a lot of other yeah. properties out there and assets that we're not mentioning here that they would then gain ownership of, and it would come up with, there's all sorts of interesting things they could really do with the catalog of things that Fox has. Uh, man, there's, there's some really interesting things that could come of that, but we had to bring it up because it's like the biggest Disney news that, that has been out there. Um, the thing I found interesting about this too, 
and this is not about Disney parks at all, which is, you know, a little bit off, off the rails for us, but, uh, it would also give Disney the majority stake in Hulu, which would be interesting for the Disney's own streaming service that they're going to be coming out with over the next couple of years here, because then, you know, they've got, they've got Hulu and they've got access to all this content. Uh, you know, they could really fill their streaming service with a lot of exclusive content. I mean, they could really make this. I actually read an article yesterday that said that Disney has already won the streaming and and they haven't even started their streaming service yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, really, how long were people, you know, chomping at the bit to have Disney stuff on Netflix? Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah. I, I, again, you know, that this is one of those things that, yeah, sorry, but Disney has tons and tons of movies and TV shows and all that kinds of stuff. And, you know, I, I don't care if it's through Hulu or their, their own version of it or whatever, just, you know, give me a streaming service, give me something reasonable that I don't have to pay an arm and a leg for, and give me something that I don't have to, for me personally, the, the way that I actually look at all this is that I'm hoping that it means that when they have to start dealing internationally, they don't have to jump through as many oh, hoops yeah. because even for myself, um, uh, so I had Netflix a long time ago and I actually turned it off because in Canada, Disney, um, they had to do all the licensing and everything to have the Disney stuff in Canada. And um, they, they just gave up on it. So we didn't have, we didn't have any Disney streaming for the longest time. And I mean, now I can go straight to the websites and get it all and everything, but it, it was, it, it made it extremely frustrating in an international market to, to get a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And, and Fox so, has a lot greater exposure internationally too, than, than Disney does too. So it's exactly yeah, so that could be really helpful for you, especially, but I just, it brings up a lot of interesting possibilities. And, and I mean, already, if you look at it, They've got, I think I read somewhere that last year or maybe it was this year that, that 40% of the box office was from Disney properties. And it's like, if you think about that in its own streaming service, and that's the only place you can get these things, man. And they also said it's going to be way less money than what Netflix costs too, which if it's like five bucks a month, who isn't going to sign up for that? <laughs> I was going to say way less. I mean, I, you know, I was paying like eight exactly. bucks a month for Netflix. So like, yeah, when, when Iger said that, I yeah, was like, wait, you, what is way less? Is that $5? Is that half? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Are you, are you going to do it for $2 or cause I mean, I'm on a board. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm on board. But. The funny thing is that I would be on board for $10. Like if they were charging the same thing I pay for Netflix, I would probably pay the same thing for it. I mean, with, with, you're talking all the Star Wars, you're talking all the Marvel, you're talking about all the Disney stuff. I mean, it's, it's a lot of things and all the Pixar, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's worth 10 bucks a month easily. So, yep. but anyway, so I, we wanted to bring this up, even though we usually don't talk about stuff that's outside the parks, but this does kind of tie into the parks. It can definitely have an impact in the parks, uh, if this deal eventually goes through, because Disney's going to be, uh, maybe more willing to, if they're going to make their own X-Men movie, then maybe they're going to, you know, make rides around that. They do that all, that kind of thing all the time. Part of the reason why they're making the Incredicoaster is because the Incredibles 2 is coming out, you know, right around the same time. So they're, they're, yep. they do these kinds of things. So I'm thinking if they get X-Men back, and they get Fantastic Four back. Next thing you know, we're going to have X-Men and Fantastic Four rides in the park. So uh, I, we just wanted to talk about that a little bit. So uh, so why don't, we, uh, why don't we go ahead and wrap this up? I think we had a pretty good conversation today. So Yeah, I, I think we had a good day today. So, um, so yeah, for anybody that uh, you know wants to send us emails or wants me to apologize um, for <laughs> calling you out for having these C points. I hope um, we get like 10 of those can... emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you can reach us by email at uh, welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we also uh, have our website up as well, which is www.welcomehomepodcast.com, where you can find our episodes and all that kind of stuff. We're always looking for questions and comments and everything from our listeners. So, you know, please send them our way. Um, we, we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing your feedback. We love just, you know, knowing that, that we've we've got an audience out there and you guys all share the same passion that we do. Uh, if you want to hit us up on social media, you can find us on Facebook at welcome home podcast. You can find us on Twitter at welcome home pod, and you can find us on Instagram at welcome home picks. Um, once again, uh, we always, we like the likes, we like follows and shares and all that kinds of stuff. It just helps get us out there. Uh, also, uh, if you happen to find us via iTunes, uh, we do also appreciate, uh, either on iTunes or Google play, if you could uh, leave us a review, um, it helps with the exposure too. Um, the, these are all things to just help us get out there to a bigger audience. And, uh, so we can, we can keep doing these episodes for you guys. Yeah. And I uh, don't be afraid to call us out either. Cause, uh, we, we had a listener. I, I, we meant to mention this Trevor was, uh, we talked about fast passes about the fast pass situation with, uh, which mm-hmm. by the way, that I don't, to my knowledge, that, that thing we talked about last week with the fast passes going to the good neighbor hotels. I, I haven't seen that announced anywhere still, but that's either here or there. No. But somebody on Facebook mentioned to us that they're an annual pass holder in Florida and they, and they do have an issue with, with the 30 day, uh, you know, limits on, on annual pass holders in Florida. So, and because we had, I think maybe I had made a comment that that nobody nobody's complaining about that. So we appreciate that gentleman writing in and, and disagreeing with us and telling us we're wrong. So please do so. <laughs> Don't be afraid to tell us we're 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 uh, not saying the right thing. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, just about any other podcast app that's available out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. And uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So please consult your DVC representative or cast member for more <laughs> information. Um, and you can find me on Prince Charming Vacations for your Disney vacation planning needs. Uh, Damon's not here, so he doesn't get to promo his site today. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, uh, more DVC talk. Uh, we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awal the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc we do a huddle when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no man's affair i looked around from pole to pole found her in a sugar bowl